Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Because Therapy is Expensive. On this episode, we always start off with one thing and end with something else, but we were just in the kitchen complaining about our work. Well, I was. <laughs> they were just listening. My work right now is just very overwhelming and stressful because now we're really short-staffed because um, one of the girls decided to take a leave of absence and then instead of finishing her two weeks she just kind of left and just kind of left us hanging there and um doesn't really care so now we're all there trying to you know pick up not that she did that much anyways she was one who always thought she was so stressed out at work but it's like what are you doing? Because we're doing everything. So I don't People understand. Was stressing her out. She's like, oh my God, all the work they're doing, I just can't handle it. <laughs> well, she stopped. She stopped really like talking to us. So I don't know what is going on with her. Um, she had come up to us one last week, I think it was, and said, um, girls, I'm going to be taking a leave of absence because I am so stressed out. And then, of course, because I'm a bitch, I just kind of cut her off. And I was like, excuse me, you're stressed out? I said, everybody's stressed out. I got stress going on at home, too. But I still come to work and work. And then she got mad and walked away. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, but you... I don't know what's going on in your home life because you don't tell us anything. So if maybe if I kind of knew a little bit more. Because when she comes to work, she ignores us. She, she doesn't like really talk to us. So I don't have like compassion or sympathy for her because it's not like she's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I'm having a bad day. Me and my husband are fighting or, you know, something like that. She doesn't say anything. My dog's here today. Her husband is and her are fighting too, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm just like we've been talking at work and I mean, it's. We'll be, we'll figure it out, but right now we're so, just so busy and it's just overwhelming because I feel like now I'm making mistakes because I have so much on my plate at work. I'm doing like the job of like three people trying to get things done and then with the phones that never stop ringing and it, it's just, and then you try to tell them s something about that person. Like I was complaining and it's like, they look at you like, you're mean like the doctor when I was when he was like he goes how are you I go oh, I'm okay he goes just okay and I go yeah I'm okay I go I'm dealing with the fact that she left us and you know I have home issues too I was saying it as um you know she's complaining about if that's what she was compl um, complaining about was home issues everybody has them so I was saying in that aspect like yeah I have a lot of issues too but I, I come to work and I do my job and I'm friendly with the other girls. And he was like, we all have home issues. And I'm like, that's what I'm trying to say is like, we all do. We all come to work. So why is it any different for her? I don't know. Um, I work with myself. So <laughs> I, I fight all the time. <laughs> No, Lawrence, I'm not allowed. He used to want me to write his emails and stuff for work. I'm not allowed to anymore because he says <laughs> I'm too mean. <laughs> My emails are too mean. I said, well, I don't understand because I just write to the point. But then I realized girls are bitchy and they take everything 
like, oh my God, you were saying it so mean, even though it was straight to the point and there was no question about it. They seem to take it personal. Well, at least the girls at his work do. I know that. Oh, right. And it's very, it, it, yeah, because I'm like, really? All I asked was what the hours, you know, there was simple and it was to the point, but they took it because I didn't put like a happy face on it. I guess you're supposed to do that now. I don't know. <laughs> I've written many of business emails and never been told I was mean until I helped him write his. And these girls are like very dramatic about everything. Are they young? Sometimes the young ones can't handle anything. Thirties, forties, where it's they've they've been working there long enough, and if you're if you're in a high, you know, you're in management, you should know how to talk through email without having somebody or needing somebody to be like, how are you know? There's some emails you need to write quick and get to the point. There doesn't need to be a how are you? How's your family? I hope you're well. We're at work. It needs to go fast sometimes. Yeah, and I feel like if you're a manager, that you have to be able to deal with anything that goes on. I mean, there I get there's some things, but you have to be able to deal with stuff. You can't take it personal, and you have to. You can't be what is it biased. You can't take people's sides. You have to look at it exactly. You have to be neutral. I'll say our office manager. I think she's gotten better, but she would always take everything personal and be kind of bitchy. And it's like, you you can't do that. And you can't have power trips. Oh, no. There's too many. I, I've worked a lot in management over the years that I was employed by other people. And... I've always gotten good feedback about myself, you know, about from myself. I tell myself I'm doing a great job. <laughs> you are swell. Nose again on another job. Well done, Julie. <laughs> well, I, I am always employed the one. It's so weird. But I mean, I've never gotten somebody saying I didn't know how to handle something or I was too uh, bitchy or, you know, I don't know. I've. Uh, Lauren's always says, I wouldn't want to work with you or for you. I'm like, why? I've always been a great manager. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's just mean. <laughs> Terry, you've worked under me. Yes. <laughs> and I quit real fast. <laughs> no, our office manager, she, if you tell her something like we need the supplies or whatever from, you know, we need this office supplies or we need this. So text the doctor's wife. Well, you're the manager, so I'm just telling you so you could, like, do it. Or, you know, she, the, our new employee, she needs a work email, and she needs access to all the um, insurance companies' portals and stuff. And she's like, okay. Okay, well, are you going to do it? Or, you know, like, you need to set this stuff up and... It, it was just like, oh, they want the office manager. They want to talk to the office manager. Well, you need to ask them what they want before you go transferring the call. Yes, but when they ask for something else, you just transfer it right away to us. You don't see if you could help. And when she's done, when she was done um, prepping her charts for the patients, um, she wouldn't do anything else. She wouldn't answer the phone. She'd always be like, I have work to do, and I can't be answering the phone. But we don't have anything to do. 
Like, we have to still answer the phone. And instead of, she would be like, oh, I'm done. I'm leaving now. And it's like, why can't you stay because the office is still open and help answer the phone or say, hey, girls, do you guys need me to do anything? Do you need help here? Do you need help there? No, she doesn't. When we're done in my, in the back office, like all our patients are gone and we're done. Not always, but sometimes I'll go up in the front and like pull charts or um, make sure all the charts are there. We always put the like two days charts up and ready. So sometimes I'll go through them and make sure the charts are there and say, is there anything you need before I go? Sometimes they'll say, no, you're fine. I mean, occasionally, sometimes I do leave because I'm like, I already did my work. I'm exhausted. But I, and I don't even work up front, but I'll still ask if they, you know, need something. It's only, I don't know, not that they would come back and ask us, but, you know. But as an office manager, your ass should be there from beginning to end because you are the person in charge of the employees and you shouldn't be like leaving them. <laughs> you should be making sure. Everything for that day is done. Why do you think you were given the job? You don't just leave and leave everybody hanging. But if I mean, unless that's... Well, I know. And that's monkey see, monkey do kind of an issue where we've seen that at other places where, you know, people don't want to do it because the manager doesn't do it. And if they don't care and they're not doing anything, because I know at Lawrence's work, it's the same. You know, there's one girl that gets away with everything, and nothing ever happens. But he, so yeah, I, that's what I tell him. They let her do whatever she wants, so why would she change? She's got it great. <laughs> She's got a great job. She can sleep. She can be late. She doesn't have to deal with as many patients because they say she doesn't, she can't handle them. But it's job. like, this isn't for you. I don't know. Yeah, she, um, when we were at our old office, we all got along really well, even though we all, we all sat on top of each other. It was like we were right next to each other in a really small space. So we, we did, we got along, all of us got along good. Coming over here in this office, it's way bigger and it separated us all. But I remember at the old office when they had first hired her and one of the other girls was having issues with her and she would, she's like, oh, um, come with me on a walk and I'm like no I'm okay and she's like no come here let's go on a break real quick because she wanted to try to pump me for information on to complain about her and she's like so what do you think about her and you know she just had all these issues and I didn't have any issues with her I go there's no issues and she's like are you sure and I'm like pretty sure and she's like there's not one thing you would complain about and I'm like well she doesn't answer the phones she's well she still doesn't but I'm like, she doesn't answer the phone. And when she answers the phone, she's rude. Like the way she talks, it's like, she'll be like, yeah. And it's like, why? And I cannot, I'm sorry. I can't stand when people talk on speakerphone, especially in an office setting. Cause it's like, you answered the phone. I don't want to hear it. I didn't answer the phone. Giving out personal information, like, over it drives me crazy. And I'm like, please don't. Speaker phone, I trust you crazy. But I had told her that in the beginning too, because the one girl was like, we need to have a meeting. And then she's like, everyone's complaining about you. And we were like, no, we're not. Just you are. And um, I go, the only thing I have a problem with you is the way you answer the phone. And well, when you answer the phone, because you really don't. That was it. But she's still the same. 
but it's like the doctor would see her as you know she goes in the room with him she she types up everything and you know it's like oh that she's the best blah 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 and you're like that's all she does when she's prepping her charts she that's all she's doing and she acts like her job is way more important than anybody else's and she doesn't ask like if we're um one time the one person that was just helping us out temporarily didn't come in and instead of her saying well what do you guys want to do who wants to do this and who wants to do that she's like you're rooming and you're up front and it's like excuse me what medical assistant doesn't room their own damn patients? Her. She doesn't room it. It's like every doctor's office you go to, the medical assistant gets you, brings you back, mm -hmm. takes your vitals, asks why you're there. No, she doesn't. So it's like I don't mind that she she left because I just at the end, I just I didn't care anymore. I was like, I even told the doctor. I go, I'm sorry, but I didn't mesh with her as much anymore, and I'm fine that she's gone. Um, but it just irritates me that he's not going to hire anybody else. So he's leaving this enormous amount of work on three of us. And it just, it can't run like that. Well, then maybe just do what you can and what doesn't get done. Maybe he'll realize it's, um, too much for you guys. I mean, you can only do so much. Yeah. So then mistakes get made. Yeah. And then he'll say, oh, wow, it is too much for Two people to run the front office, maybe, and one no, person it's just for the me back. Running the front. I'm the only one that runs the front. Hmm. Well, do your own hiring. No. <laughs> I'm all, hey, this is my new office assistant. <laughs> By the way, I gave her a raise. You don't mind, right? Me and my kids can work with you, Terry. <laughs> we'll come in and run the office, <laughs> the front for you. Then uh, who? Uh, who's the medical? You have what? You. And then the one in the back. We have um, one of the girls is our surgery scheduler, which is a very, very detail-oriented job because I had to do it for her when she was out of work. Um, she had surgery done, and I had to cover for her, and I wanted to. I thought I was going to be bald by the time she came back. It's, it's a very detail-oriented job, very much. Because you have to get the codes for surgery. You have to get the authorizations for surgery, schedule the surgery, blood work, braces, lots of stuff. And, um, you know, that's a, it's a lot of work. So then our new girl is now going to be the medical assistant. Because she was hired for front. But they put her as because he said, well, she's new. And you two already know what you're supposed to do. And you're already in a routine. And you already have it down. So why would I make you learn something different when she doesn't really know anything? So <laughs> she's fresh. She can just do that. But then also she asks, well, is she coming back or what? And he's like, you know, if she comes back, then it, then she feels like she's going to be, okay, well, he, we don't need you anymore. You know, like you're back in the front. And she's like, so it's kind of like it should be my job now. But I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm i really stressed out, and the work days have been long and tiring, and I feel like I live there. And both my offices, because now I'm the only one in the front, I have two offices, two desks, two of everything, and it's a hot mess up in there. 
because I have paperwork all over the place because I'm just like, I'm done. I can't do it. It's, I'm sorry. And then the, but one patient did tell me some, because sometimes, you know, you're answering the phone and you're trying to finish something and then the patients are so needy and they're asking for so much and the phone call's like 15 minutes long and then you're like, what the heck was I doing before the phone call? And sometimes you feel like, you know, when they're asking you all these questions and you sound annoyed or whatever, but this one lady, she's kind of annoying on the phone. And then she came in the other day and she says, she asked me my name and she goes, yes, you're the one that every time I call, you're very helpful. You're the only one that helps me. And I appreciate that. And I thought, no, tell the doctor, tell the I doctor. know, Ma, can you go back and tell him that? Um, Cause I think you're annoying on the phone, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so it's nice when they say that. But they tell you, they don't tell, you know, yeah. it's nice to hear that. But I'm like, tell him to maybe I could get a damn raise. Lawrence's work, they have they have to fill out uh, the patients. They want them to fill out morning surveys. So maybe you should tell the doctor to start giving out surveys. <laughs> because he always gets really good surveys, even though he says, People annoy him and he snaps at them sometimes because they ask stupid questions over and over or they bring 30 people to their sleep study like you need your whole family <laughs> but and sometimes he says I I'm, I snap at him but then he says the same it's nice when they compliment you or he got a card from one lady saying thank you you were so nice um, so yeah it's nice to be acknowledged but, yeah, just start your own surveys up in the front. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, as soon as they're leaving, I make their appointment. I'm all, so, on yes or no and a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say my service was to you? <laughs> yes? Okay, thank you. Let me write that down. A lot of doctor's offices have those. Yeah. I've seen it in a lot of the ones I go to, like a little survey box. Leave your comments. <laughs> That's just more work, take probably. Out, take out the bad ones. And only yeah, right. It would be more work, more work for, know. um. <laughs> For me to do because he'd be like and then oh he came in on friday i'm like he's like oh do we have patience and i go no and he's like oh i should have texted you yeah because on wednesday i said we have patients on thursday be here at 10 please don't be late okay so then um well that day thursday is his surgery day he just wanted patients that day because he only had one surgery or something like that and then he's he texts me and he's like do we have patients today? And I'm like, did I not just tell you before I left yesterday at 10 o'clock, be here? It's nice to know you were listening. Like, thanks for listening to me. But then there's this, okay, when the home health and the physical therapy, they send the patients things that need to be signed by the doctor, you know, for their evaluation or do you need this? Do you need this? And you have to, he has to sign it. I put it in a folder for him and they build up for months and months and months. So the other day he started finally signing stuff. And he goes, how come this, this credentialing thing was in there? This was when his son and then our student was there. So they were just kind of putting papers in, in there. So I didn't know what was in there. And he's like, how come this was in there? This is something that needed to be signed in October. And it's I'm just seeing it now. And I was like, I don't know why that's in there. Well, it was in there. And I was like, I felt like. If I said, like, well, because he's just going to be like, why are you blaming everybody else? Just like he's like, these prescriptions are in there. Yeah, because your office manager told me don't leave them on her desk anymore because she doesn't want to sign them. The medical assistant. And then 
afterwards he kept like it was like he was nitpicking everything and I wanted to be like I go, you know what? Those things, I put them on your desk as I get them. So maybe if you were to sign them like after clinic when you're here, they wouldn't build up like that. So that's your fault for not signing the stuff that needs to be signed. You just let it sit there. He's like, because the PT and the home health stuff is like bullshit or whatever. And I go, they still need to be signed because then they call and they start harassing me. And I have to tell them, I'm sorry, they're on his desk. I apologize. He won't sign them. Yeah, so. And we have no Christmas decorations at work. <laughs> like, none at all. It's not a festive office. It's because of COVID. We, we have a tree up, but we don't have all the wreaths up and all the stuff we usually do, which I'm surprised at work. No, because you can't have, we can't have magazines out anymore in the waiting room. The less, the less stuff, so it's not as decorative as it usually is. Well, at least we have a Christmas tree in the waiting room and bows, but it's not like it usually is. Um, but that's COVID, so. Um, but I'm gonna say, I'm um, Terry. It sounds like you need a, a drink. <laughs> yeah, I need to become a drinker or something like that because it's. For the rest of the year, and <sighs> your New Year's resolution be to stop drinking. <laughs> I know. I'm you like two weeks in. One of the. The physical therapy thing, because I do the referrals at work, so all the referrals that go out are for me. And they, he brought me in a bottle of wine. I was like, "Do you mind if I just open this? I don't drink, but let me open it." Well, he he called me and he's like, "What kind of wine does does the doctor like? I'd like to give him a bottle." And I told him, and then he's like, "What kind of wine do you drink?" And I go, "I don't drink." And he's like, "Oh, okay." I go, "I do like Starbucks though." He brings me the wine, and I wanted to be like, so you didn't read the email either. <laughs> so you didn't, like, you just still brought in the wine. And I just go, I go, oh, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. Oh. And it's sitting in my refrigerator. What is it? I don't know. Bring it to your Christmas. A Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Well, I always just like my cheap um, peach-flavored wine. What is it? Um andrea or that cheap wine it's like five something above andre's is that what it is i just like the peach flavor i just i'm a cheap cheap wine drinker i don't know um i like prosecco or pardagal <laughs> i don't i don't like wine because it tastes like soap but i like prosecco so isn't that meat julie <laughs> is that thin meat you put on wrap <laughs> um <laughs> I like, um, I'm going to try to find some like root beer. Yeah, I kind of lie. You other brothers can't do that. When a girl walks in with the innovative ways, you get sprung. Um, I would like to buy some of that root beer beer. It's really good. It's called It's Not Your Father's Root Beer. So anyone want to try a new beer, that's a good one. Because it tastes like root beer. But it's really been hard to find lately. Like, I've gone all over. Um, yeah, probably. I found it at BevMo, though, a different brand. But it's kind of, BevMo's kind of pricey, I will have to say. Um, more than what I've, I mean, I don't know, maybe beer's gone up. I don't buy it that often. But, um, so I found it at this 
play. Well, someone said it's called Everything Wine. I've never heard of it. Total Wine. They have it there. So they're not really Total Wine. They lie. They sell other alcohol. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) Uh, Good information to know, everybody. Your last little (laughs) Christmas shopping for alcohol. You can try there. Well, yeah. I don't drink, so I just... Maybe I should, though. I mean... Dry martini. I like olives. Oh, I don't think martinis where you need to start, dear. No, I had a martini. We, we, me and Julie had what was it? A chocolate martini. Long, long, long time ago in um in Vegas, we thought we'd be fancy and get a chocolate martini. (laughs) Well, yeah, they were. Yeah, we got one. It. uh, What's the hotel we were in? That fancy one. We were fancy that day. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm all. <laughs> we went to the circus circus and had a. Then it was circus circus was ghetto. <laughs> yeah, that one's a ghetto hotel. It really is. Um, I don't remember. Venetian. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we um, had one, and it was not good. Oh. <laughs> it was expensive. I think you have to have a yeah, good flavor. Like, ra- I've had a raspberry martini. Yeah, I've heard. Th- I don't know if I've had a lemon, but martinis are very, for me, um, you know, they knock me out. They knock me on the ground. I can't. I can't handle. No, that wine does not, and neither does that beer. But mixed drinks, for some reason now, they just take me down. Didn't you have the whole bottle of wine? <laughs> Didn't you have the whole bottle of wine on Thanksgiving? Yes, she did. But see, it's yeah, she just put a straw on it. Do you want some? And she gives you this tiny little shot glass, and then she drinks the rest. You're like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Girl, is this, is this after you drank it and you're letting me have the leftovers? Well, I don't like wine because it triggers migraines, so I just drink the hard alcohol. <laughs> like would it be like a – it's not champagne, but no, to me it's more – It's to me it's kind of like that because it's cat not – cat's <laughs> juice. <laughs> It's my uh, once <laughs> once or twice a year wine, so I don't really want to share it. Once or twice a year, isn't it like monthly? Only on holidays and special when we have a gathering or something. Lisa always has her bottle of wine. I wanted to drink last night. Uh, my friend had a hot cocoa bar with drinks, but I didn't have a driver, so I couldn't have it. It was just you and her. Was it just you and her? And she made a bar. And she had alcohol. Well, <laughs> Don, what are you doing? You didn't invite us. No. Well, she has a hot cocoa bar set up for when people come over. It's and now when I come over, well, you and um, she didn't even <laughs> offer me. She didn't really even offer me any last night. Actually, she just let me look at it. Actually, no, I'm pretty mad. Um, no, it's like all the difference, everything that you want to put, candies, all the stuff in your hot cocoa. Next to the Keurig. So you make a cup and then you put what you want in it. But she also had little bottles of alcohol and some big ones. But I couldn't have any because <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't be able to drive home. So. <laughs> I told her next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, dog. My dog is gassy right now. My poor baby. Oh, yeah. Speaking of my poor dog, my um, does anybody want a cat? <laughs> um, we had a... We had a cat show up at my mom's house, and I'm feeding it because I try. I tried to take it home. It just doesn't mesh with my dog and my other cats, and um, I feel bad for it. And nobody wants to come and claim it. <laughs> and 
I'm going to end up having to unfortunately take it to the pound. Unless anybody wants it. Unless no. anybody wants it. I named her I named her Holly. Holly Jolly Christmas. That's her name because you she named it Mr. Whiskers. No, we named it Holly because we were gonna take her home. You can name it whatever you want. But yeah, so I feel bad. She just wants to eat and go inside and um I had brought her home and she's a lot bigger than I thought she was she's like her neck like sh she got in my bathtub and her neck stretched out like a giraffe and I was like oh my that's that's a big neck <laughs> and then then you know her body and I was like but she has a little old man but and then she was um this okay. she, when she came home I had my dog in the room and then the other two cats were outside so she kind of made herself at home and she got on my couch and I was petting her and then she I go oh I'm gonna sit down next to her and I sat down next to her and she made this Really, I know, evil yowling growl at me. And I said, I won't sit next to you, okay? I won't get up. And yeah. Then she kind of looked at me like, she's a sweetheart. And I think she would flourish in a home with no other pets. Let me say that. No, no pets. Most people have pets. One pet. Yeah. She's an only child. She's an only <laughs> child kind of kind of cat. And um, she rides in the car well because I did drive her in my car. She bought Terry's head. Yeah. She so. Well, well, anyways, um, yeah, that was me bitching about my work because I'm just so stressed out. I mean, I'm thankful to have a job and all, but, you know. Call it what it is, Terry. Just say you're sick of your work right now. <laughs> Everybody has it. <laughs> we all go through those. Yeah, because I was really liking it and everything, and I've never hated it. It's just I'm overworked right now, and overworked and underpaid. Yeah, that was a sign I seen on the freeway too. It said, "Are you overworked and underpaid?" And I was like, "What's the phone number? I'm gonna call." I don't know what it was for, is it but for stripping? maybe I should think about that. Because they're allowed to strip in San Diego, so you can oh, you look. That's a far cool. drive though, but. Anyways. Thank you for listening to our hodgepodge of everything again. But anyways, good night. Anyway, because, because therapy is expensive. We let Terry vent here. Yeah. <laughs> I get to vent here because my insurance is too expensive for a therapist. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>